We begin today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near at the true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Let us now pause for reflection on God's word and for self-examination. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, And in the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Old Testament reading for today, the 20th Sunday after Pentecost, is from Isaiah chapter 45. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have grasped, to subdue nations before him, and to loose the belts of kings, to open doors before him that gates may not be closed. I will go before you and level the exalted places. I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hordes in secret places, that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who call you by your name. For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen, I call you by your name. I name you, though you do not know me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I equip you, though you do not know me, that people may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle today is from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 1. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not only in word but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. You know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake, and you became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you received the word in much affliction 
with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achaia, but your faith in God has gone forth everywhere, so that we need not say anything. For they themselves report concerning us the kind of reception we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Praise to you, O Christ. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle Jesus in his talk, and they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. This is the gospel of our Lord. Glory be to you, O Christ. Holy God, we praise thy name. Lord of all, we bow before thee. All on earth thy scepter claim. All in heaven above adore thee. Infinite thy vast domain. Everlasting is thy reign. Hark the glad celestial hymn. Angel choirs above are raising. Cherubim and seraphim in unceasing chorus praising fill the halves with sweet accord holy 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 lord lo the apostles holy train join thy sacred name to hollow prophets swell the glad refrain and the white robe martyrs follow and from morn to set of sun through the church the song goes on Thou art King of glory, Christ, Son of God, yet born of Mary, for a sinner's sad. 
sacrificed as to death a tributary first to break the bars of death thou hast opened heaven to faith holy father holy son holy spirit three we name thee though in essence only one undivided god we claim thee and adoring bend the knee while we own the mystery maybe seated grace mercy and peace to you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit who gives and who strengthens our faith. The words for our sermon this morning are from the prophet Isaiah, our Old Testament reading, chapter 45, that we have just read. When Babylon laid siege to Jerusalem and disease ran rampant through the city, people wondered where God was. When the gates came crashing in and the soldiers surged into the city for slaughter, the people wondered where God was. The Lord seemed weak and unable to help. And today, when the pandemic raises its ugly head on a personal level, when the floods come, when the country is in an uproar, people may wonder where the Lord is. When a child gets hit by a car, or when a child is the victim of abuse, people may wonder where the Lord is. When you hear the word cancer, or a loved one dies, people may wonder where the Lord is. In verse 5 of our text from Isaiah today, the Lord says, I am the Lord and there is no other. And yet at times, it may seem that if the Lord is the only God, he is pretty weak and helpless to lend us aid in our times of need. And it can even seem as if God is the one causing our troubles. The events that cause us to doubt the power of God, the power of the Lord, are kind of ironic. We often experience a display of great power, but that very powerful force is unable to help us in our need. And it may even be the source of our affliction. And this is especially true of natural disasters. In just a few seconds, an earthquake or a tornado can release energy of great magnitude, and yet that great power causes untold grief and loss for the people who experience it. The Lord, in his great power, 
seems unable to help the people caught in this. In these moments, the Lord seems weak to save his people. Where is God? And in verse 7 of our text, it actually, the Lord actually says this, I make well-being and create calamity. What this means is that the Lord governs and orchestrates the events of the world in such a way that he seemingly allows, allows evil to run rampant all over the earth. Seems to be a troublemaker at times. He brings peace to those who, done, who do not deserve it, and he takes it away from those who should be at peace. He seems to bring trouble and evil into our lives. In the text, he says, I am the Lord who does all these things. You might even be tempted to think that you don't need, you don't want, a God who does these sorts of things. Because a troublemaker God is worse than a weak God. But, but the Lord brings these things into our lives to show us that He is our only source of refuge. When everything of this life fails us, our friends, our family, our money, our country, and finally, our health, we have nothing to cling to but the Lord, who has promised to deliver us, who has called us by name in holy baptism. But this is the problem. We are tempted to forget the promise that our Lord has made to us. We are tempted to think that the Lord has forgotten us or turned away from us. Then, in and through weakness, the Lord saves us. Saves us. When everything that could possibly help us is taken away, we have nothing left to rely on but our good and gracious Lord. When everything is taken away, you see, then we cannot fool ourselves into thinking that we saved ourselves. Nor can we imagine it that it was just dumb luck or good fortune. Sometimes we need to have everything removed, everything removed from us, so that we can more clearly see our Savior. And the Savior we see is one who comes to us in weakness can't get much weaker than being nailed to a cross. In the ultimate weakness of death, your Savior, Jesus Christ, is then strongest to save you. And notice the irony. When, a, when the Lord appears with His power and might, as in the shaking of the earth or the clapping of the thunder, He is weak to save you. 
But when the Lord comes to you in weakness, in the weakness of the cross, then He is strong to save you. In the greatest weakness of your sin, Jesus forgives you. It is when our Lord comes to us in weakness that we, like the centurion at the foot of the cross, can say, truly this man is the Son of God. It is in these weak moments that we see that Jesus is the Lord, and yes, there is no other. You see... Though in times of trial, the Lord seems weak, in precisely these times, He shows Himself to be our Redeemer. And so, therefore, when trials come, not if, but when trials come, when the cross comes into your life, remember that the Lord is strong to save you in weakness. When he is crucifying our sinful flesh through trials and sufferings in this world, he is stripping us bare of the things that would block our eyes from seeing him as our Savior. When you wonder where is God, remember that he is removing anything from you that would stop you, that would stop you from clinging to him as your Lord. He saves you in weakness. In your weakness, the Lord called you by name. In the weakness of the sprinkling of water, the Lord saves you in baptism. He has chosen you. He has chosen you though you are weak in the eyes of the world. Why? so that he can make you strong in his promises. For these promises, we give great thanks to God. Amen. And now let us confess together our faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us now pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. This morning in our prayers, we had prayers for Alice Wettstein. Alice has uh, been hospitalized this week, and so we pray for her uh, uh, along with the others. Dear Father in heaven, We come before you this day thankful for the grace and mercy you have given us through your Son. We thank you that the work of the cross is complete, that we can be sure and certain of our eternal life, even in times of trouble, even when we are weak. 
In the comfort of this grace, we come before you now on behalf of your people. And so we lift up before you Nicole, Dottie, Lauren, Marge, Alfred, Brecken, Audrey, Janine, Randy, Lance, Floyd, Sharon, Barb, Don, Sydney, Emily, Ed, Glenn, Meredith, Darlene, Jana, Beverly, Dick, Alice, Nick, Jeanette, Don, Parker, Fred, Doris, Verda, Kyle, Sandy, Arthur, Taffy, and all those who are not mentioned here uh, who are in our hearts this morning. Lord, we ask your blessings upon these people in the midst of their difficulties, in the midst of their afflictions and uh, adversities, in the midst of their illnesses and injuries. And we pray, dear Father, if it be your will, that you bring healing to them. We also pray, dear Father, in these difficult times of adversity and affliction, that you would bless them with your Holy Spirit, that you would strengthen them in faith, that they would know in these difficult times uh, that uh, indeed you continue to be their protection and their source of great comfort. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we lift up before you Kyle, Tanner, Nick, Alex, Roger, Devin, Logan, Tyler, Daniel, Cameron, and all those serving in our armed forces. And we pray, dear Father, that you bless them with the abilities that they need to do the work that is before them. We ask that you give them the skills needed and also that uh, your Holy Spirit guard them and keep them strong in faith as they do these things to the glory of your name and for the benefit of us, your people. Bless them with great faith in these times. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we lift up those who lead throughout our country and throughout the world. And as our election approaches, dear Father, we pray uh, that uh, you would give wisdom to those uh, who uh, uh, come into, uh, into leadership. We also pray for those who, uh, uh, who will be there uh, uh, through this time. We ask that you bless them all, dear Father, that you would give them wisdom to govern appropriately, that they would look to you and to you only for this wisdom, and that our country would benefit from their leadership. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we lift up uh, our community, our state, our uh, country and our world as we navigate these days of the pandemic. We pray for a cure, dear Father. We would ask that you would bless us uh, quickly with a vaccine that would be of great benefit, of, of further treatments that would be of great benefit to those inflicted. We also ask for protection for those who work on the front lines, whether it be in health care or other endeavors. And we pray, dear Father, that you would bring an end to this uh, difficult time for us. Lord, in your mercy. And also, dear Father, we lift up the youth of our, uh, of our congregation. We pray, dear Father, that you would bless them and with strength and faith as they uh, learn in school and also that they would have great desire to learn more of your grace and your mercy given to us through your Son as they learn of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless them and watch over them each and every day. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us now pray together the words our Savior taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Send forth by God's blessing our true faith, confessing the people of God from his dwelling take leave. The supper is ended, oh, now be extended the fruits of his service in all who believe. The seed of his teaching, receptive souls reaching, shall blossom in action for God and for all. His grace did invite us, his love shall unite us to work for God's kingdom and answer his call. With praise and thanksgiving to God ever living, the tasks of our everyday life we will face. Our faith ever sharing, in love ever caring, embracing his children of each tribe and race. With your feast you feed us, with your light now lead us, unite us as one in this life that we share. Then may all the living with praise and thanksgiving give honor to Christ and his name that we